can see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Thursday, January 18th, 2024, and this is episode 614 of the Lots Project Pi Podcast, and it's titled Melt, Freeze, Melt, Freeze, 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 Freeze. Yeah, it's going to get cold again, but today I'll be chatting about a couple days of the Stoic, the Daily Stoic that I really haven't mentioned much about, but I've still been diving in every day. It just hasn't really fit in. Another a gorgeous day before another few days of super, super cold. Yesterday was nice. Today is mm, meh, but then we're going to get really cold for a couple days again. Uh, and then letting go of real unrealistic expectations and finally just posting up a video that I've been working on for uh, over a week now uh, and more. So let's uh, see who's hanging out in the live chat, see who's around from the coffee crew, and we will get to those topics in just a minute. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Let's see who's here. We got uh, Pip in early saying he's never going to make fun of that knitted cap he won at SRF. It saved his ears over the last few days. Pip, um, I think you should be like one of the soy boys and wear the beanie cap around in Florida in the middle of summer. Good morning, Kay Bonk. How we doing? Rewilder Life up since 3 a.m. Making some gorgeous looking um, cinnamon raisin bread, uh, gluten and egg free, I think I saw it said. Whew. Yeah, she's fasting. She doesn't need to sleep. So she gets up at three in the morning and makes fantastic bread. That's good for people with uh, celiacs. Fantastic, Rachel. Good morning, Backwoods Butcher. How we doing? Uh, Hunter hanging out over on Twitch, holding down the fort over there. Pickle Pete driving, driving from west to east and uh, up early, says we get up too early. Good morning, good morning, and uh, I will relay the message on to Corey and the boys. Good morning, Walter from Pickle Pete. And good morning, Haas. How we doing? Good morning from California. How are we doing out there in Cali? Oh, guys, it's, um, it's, 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 um, it is not bad. It is not bad here. Not bad for sure. Uh, it's 20 this morning. So that's, that's a nice change. We, I got up in the middle of the night for my, for my, uh, wood stove shift and, I was surprised it wasn't ass cold in here. I was telling Corey this morning, uh, my alarm went off for my for my fire rotation. I got up or I was laying there and I was like, oh, man, it's, it just sucks because, you know, you're you're all uh, bundled up in the blankets. It's nice and warm and you got to get up and walk across all the way over to the wood stove. And um, I was dreading it because the last few nights before that, it was super cold when I got out and I uh, just got that instant chill. And I got up and I was walking over to the stove and I was like, it's not bad in here. It's actually not bad. It was over, it was over uh, 60 degrees at uh, 2.30 in the morning. So I was like, holy shit. Fire was still going well. Fire was definitely going well. Um, filled that baby up and it popped right off again. No dicking around. No uh, second, no second fire watch an hour later. Went back to bed and it, it was, it is good. It is good. Um, 
<laughs> Backwoods Butcher says 10 degrees there. That sucks. That sucks. We're gonna we're gonna be in that uh in that neighborhood the next couple days, not today, uh overnight on Friday, overnight on Saturday, I think. Kmong says he's experimenting with grinder settings there. Uh then the manual par city grinder. I think I saw you picked up a couple. Uh are you doing what are you what are you brewing in? You brewing in a French press? Go all the way out before it falls apart. Make it big and grind, big and ground, big and uh, and chunky for a French press for sure. I think I went almost all the way out uh, for that, and then uh, adjust from there. Adjust from there. Basically, um, I think I adjusted it out to where I felt like it was going to fall apart, and then uh, and then tightened it up just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, Rachel says, sad when we all get excited about 12. Oh, I thought that said 12 inches. <laughs> God, I thought the chat was going to go sideways real fast, real fast. And I didn't think it was going to come from sweet Rachel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. 44 in the mountains of California, 23 in, uh, what are you, PA there? Uh, PA Philly area, K-Bonk, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, guys, I just want to let you know that uh, Pip talked about the the knit hat. He got an SRF. Uh, SRF spring tickets are on sale. I am going to be there. I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be involved in the festival again. I don't know uh, necessarily if I'll be speaking, but I definitely will be doing some, um, <laughs> I definitely will be doing some, uh, some involvement in the planning and operations of the festival, uh, which will also mean that uh, we will have a we will have a uh, a vendor tent again. Tim, Tim, Toolman, Tim, and I for sure right now. And uh, anybody else in the community that's interested in uh, setting up with us, we do have a limited amount of space available. So you can reach out to me. You can uh, send me an email, send me a private message, or whatever smoke signals. However, you want to get a hold of me. But um, Backwoods says he'll be speaking this year, too, in fall, right? Or are you coming for spring now? What is going on? What is going on? Um, but anyway, spring SRF tickets, spring 2024, April 6th and 7th in Camden, Tennessee. If you're interested in picking up early bird tickets, they are on sale right now. I'll drop a link in the in the show description there. And like I said, if you are interested in participating in the, the Lots Project community vendor tent, uh, like we had last year, we had a great time with Pip and Backwoods and Tim and Becky. Oh, everybody, everybody. Backwoods says, sorry, roller coaster of emotions. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're, getting all, you're getting all teary-eyed over... Oh, you thought Rachel, you thought Rachel was talking about 12 inches also, and you're sad when she said degrees. Sorry, sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. Maybe tomorrow. Anyway, if you're coming, grab your tickets. If you uh if you want to participate in that vendor tent, let me know. And if you um if you're just going, let me know too, because I'd be happy to meet you there but there's a there is the link for tickets my affiliate link so i get a little uh, little kickback if you use that but early bird tickets on sale now get them while they're hot it should be a good festival again uh the planning is well underway and like i said i am a uh, 
participant in the planning and operations this year. So, or this, this go around at least. So we will see how it goes. Um, beyond that, beyond that, man, it, it, uh, it was a gorgeous, absolute gorgeous day yesterday. Uh, I hate saying that because it was only in the mid thirties, uh, 33, 34, but man, the sun was absolutely, uh, killing it on the, on the warming things up. I was outside in a hoodie and it was comfortable. It was comfortable. And I don't think I have uh, acclimated back yet. So I think it was just that nice out. Um, beyond that, it's going to get uh, kind of cloudy and gloomy today. It's going to be in that mid thirties again, but it's going to be overcast and freezing rain. And then the temperature drops tomorrow. It drops tomorrow. Oh, Rewilder Life. It's one day, one, one day of sun. And I got everything I could from it. Um, today is going to be gloomy and crappy. And then Saturday, Friday night, overnight into Saturday, it's just going to back, be back down into the single digits and highs below freezing. And finally, we should roll out of it come uh, come Monday come monday you guys any uh, any parrot heads in the fan any uh any parrot heads in the in the audience uh, no come monday that uh, that is one of probably one of my favorite uh, jimmy buffett songs of all time but come monday i think we will be out of the woods we will be up above freezing again and it didn't look like for this the near term at least it didn't look like um didn't look like it was going to be below freezing again. So that's that's reassuring. So anyway, I'll talk about the weather a little bit here, a little bit more here in a minute. K-Bong says, pork butt, kraut, and ricotta dumplings on the stove already. Hmm. Not already, as in already, but all prepared and ready to go. <laughs> Pip says he thinks he can hit October SRF, but doubt April. Um. Yeah, I think April, I don't know if April is a little smaller. We missed April. We missed the spring last year. Uh, we were still down in Texas and didn't make it up this way until after. Uh, I'm. We went to spring the, the year before. So we went to spring and fall, and then we missed spring, and we went to fall. Uh, we'll be at, hopefully be at spring and fall again this year. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I like it. I like it. It's good people. I'm going to be right back, guys. Uh, just two shakes of lamb's tail. <laughs> uh, Backwood says he filmed the video yesterday and there was ice forming in his beard from talking. Yeah, that was like a common occurrence in uh, when we lived in Minnesota that uh, I always, it was just always ice balls. And you would like be inside for a couple hours and you'd just be like, what the fuck is that? And it'd just be the remnants of a huge ice wad that was uh, stuck up in your beard, just dripping, doop, doop, one drip at a time. Uh, K-Bunk says the power of the sun yesterday thawed out all the frozen surfaces and seals on a sprinter. Yeah, that that's kind of what I'm going to go into with... Um, with the sun here, but first I wanted to hit those stoic thoughts from the daily stoic. I've been really enjoying, really enjoying it. Um, still, still on that path of, um, of approaching the book very differently 
since it's a one page, um, actually really a half a page by the time uh, all the spaces and, uh, and, and buffers are in there. It's like a half a page of reading. Uh, and I'm really digging in and, and taking three or four different opportunities to sit down and digest it. And it's, it's nice. Um, a lot of the stuff, uh, I, see, I see a lot of parallels in my life already. A lot of, um, a lot of parallels. And so the last couple days, so I got mixed up already. I already messed up. Uh, over the weekend, I think it was over the weekend, I got a day ahead somehow. Uh, and I went to read uh, the passage on Sunday and I opened it up and I had already read it. And I was like, what the, what is going on? Uh, somehow I, I got a day ahead. So I reset, I got everything going throughout the week and I'm back on track. But I haven't really been mentioning it to a, a bunch on the on the show, and I really want to because it's 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 definitely some stuff that's worth thinking about. Um, but the last couple of days have kind of really really struck a chord in what's going on, um, what's going on with me in the last month or so. So two days ago, uh, they were talking about habits. And really evaluating why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and is it out of habit? Is it just the way we do it? I mean, we've we've all heard that. We've either heard it in an employer or from your parents or from a teacher. Uh, when you say, well, why do we do it this way? Well, that's just the way we do it. That's not a good answer. <laughs> it's not. That is not a good answer. Uh, it is a very common answer. It is definitely a very common answer, but it's just the way we do it is not the right answer. Uh, really, really, dis, um, really digging in and evaluating why you're doing things. <laughs> why? Um, and is it the best way? Is it the best way to go about things? And I think I really, I really unknowingly participated in this when I started going through going through what I was doing on a daily basis. Um, just thinking, why do I do this with the podcast? Why do I do that with social media? Why do I do this with my time? Um, every minute of the day can go through this prism and, and really determine if it's if you're doing it just because or if there is a valid reason and it makes sense uh it reminded me of a of a story i heard a long time ago and i've heard it many times before but i heard it when i was a kid from someone and it was the story about the the monkeys in the cage and i don't know if you guys have heard it um Chris Dixon says, morning, Chris, how are we doing? Uh, it says, it's the way we've always done it. Fuck, fucking hate that. And uh, earlier, I, I missed it. He said, we got eight eight inches of snow and 30 mile per hour winds yesterday, keeping the FU and fun. I I hear you on that. Um, and Kyle said that it was the hardest part about sobering up. This is what I've always done, especially when it's been a while, especially when it's been a while, man. I, I feel you there. But it really reminds me of the story of the the monkeys in the cage, and uh, you know I, I don't know if you've heard it. It's been it, it's it's told different ways and slightly different variations. But you know, monkeys in a cage, and the, they put uh, they hang some bananas 
the top of the cage and they can't reach them and they put a ladder in there and there's three monkeys in the cage and the first monkey goes up the the ladder and they blast him with a fire hose and he falls off the falls off the ladder and the next monkey goes up the 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 ladder and he blasts him with a fire hose and eventually the three monkeys in the cage realize that every time they go up the ladder that they're going to get blasted by the hose and it's not um it's not it's not worth it they're going to get knocked off the they're going to get knocked off the ladder by the hose and they're not going to get the banana uh so they take one monkey out of the cage and they bring in a new monkey and the the new monkey goes to go up the go go up the the ladder and the other monkeys pull him down because they um they uh <laughs> they know he's going to get hit by the the hose so they pull him down and the new monkey doesn't get a banana and they take one of the old monkeys out and they bring in a new one and, and he goes to go up the ladder and they pull him down and eventually they keep swapping out monkeys and no one's been hit by a hose. No one, no one has been sprayed by a hose in there, but every time the monkey goes up the ladder, they pull him down because that's just the way they do it. No one knows why. No one knows why no one gets up to the top and grabs a banana no one knows why every time they go up the ladder, they pull them off and they don't get their reward. None of them in that has ever experienced the never experienced the negative impact of going up the ladder. It's just because um, I think we all get stuck in that rut. I think it's a great example. I think it probably is pulled from this stoic thought of really evaluating habits and 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 getting to the root of why we're doing things. Chris Dixon says it's been the world forever. Um, Rewilder Life says sounds like the world today. <laughs> it sounds like the world <laughs> for sure. Um... <laughs> oh no, I can't even read that comment. <laughs> no. Oh. K-Bong says I'll consider uh, because uh, because I think. He says, I will consider that from an experienced technician until I see a stupid in it. Yeah, I mean, you have to have some faith in people that are educating you. But I think the I think the the key there is the good educator will will explain why. I think the person that's training you or educating you is um is not doing his job if you ask why and they say just because that's that's not teaching someone that's teaching someone um that's teaching someone the motions not the reasons and and i don't like that so hunter says i love when my guys say why yeah i mean it is it's a great it's a great um when i have time and that's the problem you always need to have time I was, um, I think that, that, that goes double for like kids. And I, I was horrible at that. Uh, when my son was very small was, <clears throat> you know, why, 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 why answer the damn questions for your kid and, uh, you'll change his life or her life. When they say why, when they say why answer the damn question, give them a reason, not because. 
because I think, I think, I think with everybody saying that that's the way the world is today and um, that it's getting worse, I think the distracted population, and I, I'm not saying that I'm not, I'm not holding myself wholly above all this. Uh, the distracted population is more apt to tell those kids because, to shut up, because that's the way it is, because they don't want to deal with it. Uh, they're too busy. They're too wrapped up in their phone or the TV or whatever that there isn't time. Like Hunter said, I love when my guys ask why, when I have time, but do the people that are raising the population today think they have time? I mean, they do, they do, but they don't take the time. And I think it really puts us into a mode where that's just an acceptable answer. Just because, just because. Um, K-Bong says, best teacher gives you just enough to not get you in trouble or hurt and make you think for yourself. In the right situation, yeah. Yeah, in a job role, I think it's, um, I think that, I think not teacher mentor would probably be a better term to put in there. Um, Mentor will give you enough and make you think. I think a, a teacher is going to give you the facts straight or should give you the facts straight and rock away with it. Uh, Dixon says, walked away from first welding apprenticeship because the lead hand said, that's the way we've always done it. So just do it. Yeah, screw that. Screw that. Pip says, bring back why. Hashtag bring back why. Uh, <laughs> and Dixon says, if you're in a leadership role, you have to make the time to address the why. That is the key. But there's so many people in every facet of life that are in leadership that don't understand that. I think we've really gone away from what leadership actually is. And uh, a lot of people are put in positions that they shouldn't because they won't answer the why. They won't put the time in. And I hate it. I'll fully, fully, fully admit I hated training and that's 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 probably the root cause of why I hated training. I could tell you what I knew and I was more than willing to tell you what I didn't know too, uh, that I didn't know the answers, that you're going to have to talk to this person or let's look it up or whatever. But I didn't want to split focus between doing my job because I was still responsible in the end for doing what I needed to do and splitting that time educating someone else. And in most of the roles, it's never compensated properly. Well, here's a dollar an hour for all your fucking education that you're going to give this motherfucker that we're going to make money off of. What? Yeah, no, no. First of all, I take pride in my work and I want to do my work to the best of my ability, which means I'm not splitting focus with another fucking dipshit. And two, a dollar a fucking hour is not worth me giving my time to that person so you can make money off them. <laughs> oh, watch and learn, Grasshopper. Yeah, I mean, there is that. There is that. But man, I really do like to focus. Hunter, you don't get a dollar an hour to train. 
to, to train people. We I didn't get jack shit for training people. I always asked. Um, they would be like, "Oh, you're training the new guy today." I'm going like, "Oh, so what's my paycheck going up?" And they're like, nothing. I'm like, "Well, I guess he's riding with someone else." <laughs> I made I made more mistakes on the days I was training people in different jobs, and it, it, it drove me nuts. So I would eventually just go to people and be like, "Yeah, no." I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> like, no. Uh, so that was uh, that was the what first stoic thought was, uh, man, really evaluate what you're doing. And is it just because that's the way you do it? That's the way you've always done it? Or do you have, is it the best way to go about things? Maybe you have to do it that way. I'm not saying that uh, a habit is bad because it's not the most efficient, maybe it's the, or the best way to do something. Maybe it's just the way that works in your life, in your situation. I guess that would make it the best way to do it. If that's, uh, if that's the way it has to be. The other, uh, the other thought from yesterday that really lined up with, uh, the beginning of the year, the end of last year, the beginning of this year was, um, was the hardest part of doing the work and whatever you consider the work, whether that is fixing yourself, working on a project, uh, starting a new venture, doing better. Um, the start, the, the hardest part is really getting started and putting a full effort into it. Um, just taking that step, just taking that step, getting going. And and really committing to put putting a full full force effort into it. Uh, that's what I took away from it, and and I really see that. I see I see um, I see the 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 ways out. Uh, they talk about they they talk about in the in the uh, summary of the of the quote that you know people kids do it all the time. Teenagers do it all the time. Well, I didn't really try that hard. So if I didn't, if I don't, if I don't make, if it doesn't happen, if it doesn't work, uh, man, well, you know, you already have a scapegoat. You didn't pull your, put your full effort in it. So if you fail, you already have an out. You already have an out. Um, and it's just like, really, really, uh, if you, if you commit to something and you really truly tell yourself you're putting your full effort into it and you fail, that means you failed because you weren't good enough. And that's hard to swallow. It's okay. It's definitely okay. If you don't try things and fail, you're not trying hard enough. Uh, you're not trying new things enough. But if you if you go half-assed at it and you and you give yourself that out, and this is all inside. This is this isn't anybody even looking at you. Like you have to live with yourself. So in the end, if you if you fail, you're like, well, I guess I could have tried harder. Well, why didn't you? And I really have to wrestle with that a lot. A lot. And I think I'm gonna mention it a little bit. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit with the with the video I struggled with getting done. Um, the first of anything for me is always the hardest. I'm never satisfied with it. And eventually I end up just just finishing it and i'm guessing because i struggle for so long i um why i um i struggle for so long and then i finally just give in and post something and i think the product turns out worse 
to begin with because I, I wrestled with it so long and I just didn't do it and improve. Um, I should just, I should just put it out and then improve every time. Yeah. If that makes sense. Something I've been, something I've been wrestling with in my head with, uh, this Amazon influencer weekly report. And that's, that's down on my list a little further today, but Anyway, uh, the the hardest part of of the work is getting started and really committing to yourself to putting a full effort into it and being honest about it and being okay with failing if your best effort isn't good enough, as long as you're putting that best effort in. That's kind of what I took away from the last couple of days of the Daily Stoic. If you're interested in uh, in reading along and seeing what you think, definitely uh, check out that link in the video description, the audio description. It's down there. It's an Amazon link. You can get the paperback, the hardcover, the Kindle edition, the audiobook. Um, they're all there. They're all there. Pick one up. Pick one up today. It helps me get towards my, uh, my uh, affiliate sales goal with Amazon and get me my bonus. Thanks. We're creeping up there pretty quick. And uh, hopefully we're going to hit that bottom that bottom bonus level here uh, in the next few days. I, I think we could definitely hit it in the next few days, but definitely by the end of the month. And then we'll push on to those top uh, those top tiers later. So uh, earlier, K-Bonk had asked where in the world K-Bonk era, where P Pickle Pete is. Pickle Pete is actually driving across the country this morning. <laughs> he sent me a message last night. He had just got over the mountains. Uh, was uh, some mountains. I'm not sure which ones. I'm guessing it's somewhere near the Rockies or uh, in Washington. I don't know. But uh, he stopped for the night, took him a long time to get over the pass and was going to get up with the show in the morning and take off again. So I'm guessing that's like 4 a.m. where he is riding across the country. And with Pickle Pete, talking about Pickle Pete, let's talk about uh, Food Forest Farms Coffee. Awesome uh, light Peruvian in the in the cup this morning it's fantastic i'm finishing off the the havesy pound that i opened the other day and i don't know what i'll uh, i'll probably have another another french press this morning i'll have to open up something new and uh new shipment coming coming to a post office near you c4 monthly coffee club it's fantastic it's fantastic uh backwoods butcher says reading are you nuts you can listen to it kyle you can get it in audio form and all you have to do is listen to it can you do that can you listen kyle let me ask your wife if you can listen um pip says double checked i do have bring back y.com and net domains jesus dude what how many how, okay question for the audience i got a i got a diverse group of people here in the in the live chat right now how many of you own domain names that you're not using and uh, how many do you have i'll be honest i have three that i'm using i just had some expire i would i would have to gather that i have like four that i'm not using that i picked up on like that 99 cent flyer for a year just in case. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Pickle Pete's out in Eastern Oregon. And... <laughs> Took Pickle Pete nine hours to go the first 53 miles. Of... <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Rewilder Life says none that she's not using. 
Hunter has one or two. Backwoods has zero. Um, Pickle Pete says, I got some Hectar, some Hectar the Light the Hectar the Light Colombian inbound in my C4 package. Thank you very much, Pickle Pete. Pip, Pip is uh, taking off his shoes to count how many domains he has that he's not using. <laughs> he's over 10. He's over 10 for sure. Anyway, I have a couple. I uh, I'll randomly get an idea and I'll I'll jump on to um, GoDaddy or wherever, find the best uh, cheap deal for a year for ninety nine cents. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, man, you get those ideas and like if you don't act on them. Here's one that I saw the other day on Facebook that really burned my butthole. Um, like worse than eating fire sauce. Like the um. <laughs> um pip says at least 16 oh no pip's got 16 domains man let's uh let's do something with those my man let's do something with those pickle pete's got two um anyway i was on facebook the other day and uh <sighs> I um I was I was scrolling on Facebook and you know how they put the put the ads in there the sponsored every other every other post is a sponsored ad um burn my bubble <laughs> burn my bubble all right <laughs> it burned my balloon knot um I'm scrolling through I'm scrolling through Chris Dixon had to check. He's got six. God, we're all, you're amongst friends, everyone. Hi, I'm Brian and I'm a, I'm a domain addict. I guess, I guess my uh, handful, I did have, I just did mention I had a bunch expire, um, expire recently. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not addicted. I, I'm not addicted, guys. I don't need I don't need a 12-step for my domain addiction, but maybe Pip does. <laughs> maybe Pip does. Uh, anyway, I'm scrolling through Facebook, and a suggested post come up. And I looked at it, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, seriously? <laughs> Kyle says he needs to get a website. We're talking, we're talking about how many unused domains we have. And Kyle's like, I need to get a website. <laughs> uh, a product comes up and I look at it and I'm like, really? Seriously? I looked at it for a second. And I scrolled away and I just couldn't deal with uh, the, the rage that was in my, in my face, in my eyes, in my head. I scrolled away, and of course, like Facebook does, because they like to get you enraged, a little while later, up it popped again, and then it popped up again, and I finally gave in, I looked at it, I evaluated it, and I realized that 15 years ago, 16 years ago, it was right after Corey and I met, so yeah, quite a while ago, quite a while ago, I was sitting in my apartment after my divorce, uh, before my divorce and during my separation, I had a guitar that my friend bought that my friend gifted me and I was trying to learn how to play it. And you know, when you got fat chubby fingers and you try to play the guitar before you get the calluses built up, the strings just kind of 
push into your fingertips. You can't really learn the, the, the positioning of your hands because your fingertips aren't strong enough and you're more focused on pushing the strings down than making the right hand formations with your hand to make the chords. That's the, that's where I was at. And I think it's a huge frustration in uh, people learning to play the guitar and learning how to play it properly is you both have to condition your fingertips and learn the, the muscle memory in your hands. Um, and so about that time was when guitar hero was a big thing on, I don't know what platform that was PlayStation. I, I don't, I don't know. I remember playing it quite a bit uh, with my, with, uh, with my ex brother-in-law. He was like 14, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I remember playing lots of guitar hero and I was decent at it. Like I could do this. I can do, I can do the, um, the, the fingerings uh, if I don't have to push down so hard. Like I can make the chords with my fingers, but when I have to strain to push down the strings because my fat ass fingers, it didn't work. So I said, I should really make something that clips on a guitar that's like Guitar Hero, that is adjustable, that you can press the buttons to make the different chords and the different buttons would have different colors, just like the Guitar Hero guitar. Yep, sure as shit. The other day, guess what they're selling now? $29.99. <laughs> Piece of equipment that straps onto a guitar that you uh, that you can do exactly like the guitar hearing. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that guy started started uh, making that damn thing uh, 16 years ago, and he would have been ahead of me in the race. But why didn't I sit there and go, "Oh, I should really make this thing happen. I should really make this thing happen." It's happened countless times in my life. I I, I showed Corey. I looked over. I looked over. I said, "Hey, check this out. Look at this thing. You remember me telling you something about this a long time ago?" She goes, "Yeah, vaguely." I wasn't crazy. I wasn't crazy. Uh, Pickle Beat says Facebook thinks he's in the market for a new Latin lover. Well, if you stop putting voluptuous Costa Rican coffee harvester into the AI, it might not get that idea. Cormac, good morning. Thanks for joining us from across the pond over there in Ireland. Uh, he says, good morning. I have a domain problem. <laughs> I have eight, just ditched two. Welcome. Welcome to the group, Cormac. Uh, Pip says, uh, Pip says I can stop buying domains anytime I want. No, you're in the right place, Pip. You're amongst friends. It's okay. Um, Hunter says, I figured it out. I didn't rinse out my cup well enough. My coffee has a hint of apple and cinnamon tea. If it's Folgers or Maxwell House, that probably is helping. <laughs> Good morning, Jim. Jim, did you sleep in this morning? Did you sleep in this morning? Or did you forget the Mucinex? Or no, the... Uh, I, I, I blew that one. I blew that one. What is the uh, Metamucil? <laughs> You know, you know, you can watch the show on your phone, right? 
Oh man. Oh man. Backwood says, why are my fingers so fat? Why can't I fit these where I need them? <laughs> you ever try to play guitar and you start trying to make the chords and all of a sudden your hand like seizes up and you feel like the guy from Scream? Was it Scream with the good hand? <laughs> Grab my good hand. <laughs> oh no. Chips that speak up. Oh, did you did you strain so hard you pop the hearing aid out of your ear, old man? This is not good. I gotta get back to my list. Hunter says I actually need to lock in a few domains for the upcoming businesses. Yeah, man, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Buy a bunch of them and let them sit there for a year and let them expire. That's what I normally do. Rewilder Life says, "Oh my kid needed PT from Fiddlehand." I can I, I I understand. I understand how that could happen. And backwards Pusher says, "A guy who's been holding a knife for thirteen years." Yes. <laughs> Rachel says, "List squirrel, list squirrel." No, it's these damn guys in the in the in the live chat. They uh, they send me on on little. Um, little adventures here um <laughs> all right all right well the weather the weather the weather is the big uh the big thing here in tennessee right now it it is cold it is cold it's still colder than i want it to be but at least it's warming up for a little bit before it's going to get ass cold this weekend again highs in the 20s lows in the single digits I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, but yesterday, man, it was gorgeous. It was sunny. It was bright. I uh, I forgot how bright the snow is. We hadn't seen snow in a couple of years. And we walked outside and full blast sun took dogs for a walk. The dogs actually got two decent walks yesterday because it was warm enough. Their paws weren't freezing. Um, and I came inside and I couldn't see for, oh God, it must've been 20 minutes. I was trying to change the dog water. I was trying to do things and I couldn't see, um, at all. My eyes were like burned out of my head because I forgot my sunglasses. I definitely forgot how, how bright the, the snow is when the sun shines. Um, uh, and I quickly remembered when I walked in the camper and, um, everything was black. Uh, I remember, I remember those days uh, ice fishing out on the lake when it was super bright and sunny and the whole lake was covered with uh, with snow. And that's all you could see for miles was uh, was white and just burns the burns the things out of your eyes. Um, and uh, but it was nice. It was warming. Like, it's great to feel that sun and that natural warmth hit you and warm you up as opposed to like wood heat. Wood heat's really nice. Wood heat's way better than propane. Um, but, uh, shit, the, it was bright. It was bright. Uh, we got the dogs on a couple of walks. Uh, I filled the water. I got out to the water spigot and, and my, uh, my little insulation job worked. Uh, so we have a, I think I mentioned it. We have a sump in the yard, um, uh, an access sump for a water spigot that's down below grade. Uh, and it has a little plastic sump around it, kind of like a sprinkler box. Uh, and then they have a bus tub over the top of it, usually to keep stuff out, keep the leaves and the grass and rain and shit out of there. Um, well, the property owner 
stopped by the other day before the super cold and threw a piece of fiberglass insulation in there. And it, um, it was, it was okay. It was okay. It's, um, I wanted a little, little extra protected because that's our only source of water right now. Um, haven't been able to get, haven't tried to get the truck out. So we weren't going anywhere to get water. So that was kind of our, um, our, basically our, our access to water. I was going to have to go find some if, if that froze up. So I took some Reflectix that we had and, and kind of folded it in there. I put the bus tub back on and I packed it in with snow uh, for the super cold days. Uh, and it worked. It worked. It was functioning when I went to um, when I went to fill them up. Everything was good. I had a short little hose that was unfrozen that we've been keeping inside. I filled up the jerry cans and uh, I packed them back away. I packed away the I packed back away the the spigot and uh, man, it, it worked really well. I was I was glad that it didn't freeze up. It and uh, it's still working. But I'm seeing on Facebook that everywhere in the area is running low on water. Uh, everybody that has like a, a, a private water municipality, uh, they have, um, water, these weird water systems here. I haven't really figured out the whole thing yet. It's something that now is, is, is wholly on my radar. Uh, if we're looking for property to make sure that I have my water access secured, uh, whether that be a spring on the property, uh, uh, um, a common access spring or something, but uh, it sounds like the the city water, quote unquote, city water uh, in the sticks out here is uh, hit or miss for sure. Like they fill tanks and uh, the pressure is from a pump in some guy's like shed. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, the, the town municipalities are saying that the, the water is um, they need people to conserve water, uh, conserve electricity. Uh, man, these government systems, they are really solid and we should rely on them wholly. Just uh, just things to things to uh, really consider and, and things that I'm observing that I really want to consider as we evaluate properties that we want to pick up in the area. So access to water, access to uh, access to getting in and out of the property, things like that. Electricity, I, I hope to do on my own. I'm hoping to do water on my own and, and just say, screw it. I would uh, be ecstatic over the moon if we found a property with a south-facing slope with a clearing for some solar panels and a spring right close. Uh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. But anyway, anyway, just noticing that the, the water is getting a little sideways in this general area. Um, ours is topped off, so I'm, I'm happy about that. We go through a ton with the dogs, for sure. For sure. Um and then yesterday, everything with the sun, it was just melting off. K-Bonk was talking about the power of the sun melting off his sprinter and and uh, and unfreezing all the seals and everything. Man, we have icicles like crazy on the on the trailer. And it starts because uh, there isn't a ton of insulation in the roof. And we're keeping it warm in here. And the snow on the top is melting. Uh, I mentioned it before when I, when I went to look about scraping some of the snow off. It had already melted and formed an ice layer underneath the snow. So it was like... It would have to come off in one big sheet unless I was up there chipping away. And I'd rather not chip away at ice on my rubber roof and poke a hole through it. Um, K-Bong says, don't forget east and west as the solar surfaces. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, just general, just general thoughts there at the moment. 
um, every property is going to be evaluated one by one as we look for them. And we won't be in a rush by any means. Um, but everything's melting off the camper and it's making a mess. We are lucky so far. We haven't had any leaking that I've noticed uh, with the melt. That was what I was worried about was slow pooling water, um, ice dam type situations and leaking hasn't happened yet i'm not saying that we're through the woods yet because next week is all rain and everything's going to melt off all at once so um yeah pending pending next week that we get through that but i'm wondering what's going to happen with um the roads the roads the ditches the rivers um it's going to be a shit show here for another five or six days i think the roads we went out and looked at yesterday are all the side roads are pretty much covered with ice and snow and then spots where the sun was hitting. They've, they've melted completely and now refroze over um, with the melt, with the, the drop in temperature. It's going to get up above freezing barely today, but not be sunny. So we'll get less melt there. And it's supposed to be a rain uh, icy mix. So putting another glaze on top of uh, on top of the already icy roads and then it's going to hard freeze for two days, not come above freezing. And then we're going to come up above freezing and rain for uh, five days straight and not go below freezing. So the road should clear up pretty quick. But man, the water, the water. Chris Dixon says mud. No, they don't get mud here. They just get puddles. The water doesn't soak in. The water doesn't soak in. And there's no mud. <laughs> there's just a little mud on the top. So I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be shitty. It's going to be shitty. And I do have to go out today. I'm going to make a run to Jamie's to get more firewood. I dropped the ball there completely. I estimated. Well, first of all, it was only supposed to be three days, four days. Uh, I estimated for five. It's going to end up being seven or eight days straight that we're going to run the wood stove. So I underestimated on the time uh, as another cold front pushed in. We got kind of fucked there. Um, and then I also, uh, clay soil hunter is, he asked if that was because of full saturation or clay soil, uh, hadn't rained. It hadn't rained for three months and it rained here and it just stood on this sat on top. It just sat on top. Um, and so the time period we're going to have to run the stove full wide open 24 hours a day ended up being almost as twice um uh twice twice as long and then um we also burned probably a quarter more wood than i estimated i estimated high i knew that we were going to run the stove open full blast i knew we were going to consume more wood i knew we were going to run it overnight i estimated we were going to probably run through twice the wood as normal or a little bit more uh it ended up being way more than that so yeah if i don't get over there today we'll end up uh we'll end up uh man having to run a bunch of propane and shit over this next two-day cold snap it's not like we're going to be freezing by any means but uh i would prefer not to do that so man i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna channel back my channel back my minnesota driving skills and uh, make a trip over to Jamie's, see if I can um, see if I can get uh, see if I can pick up 
pick up some more wood. And if not, then uh, I have some other places I'm going to try to get, get, uh, get a little bit. Kbong says pack some thermal mass around the stove. If I can, I can't, uh, I really, really, really wish I could. And any cabin we build, uh, I really think we're going to go to uh, a mass heater of some sort, whether that be rocket mass or a wood stove with uh, some sort of mass around it, because that is the that is the ticket for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Carrie Brown is doing an experiment with some pavers alongside uh, stacked uh, on the side of each of his uh, each side of his wood stove, and it's working great for him. So. Um, let me see. K-Bonk says east and west percentage of south is golden calculation. I rotated Sprinter around to thaw it out. There are city roads that never get any sun frozen for months. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And here the roads are cut between trees and hills. So it's going to be even worse than, um, even worse than that because the hills and the valleys and as you drive it's uh it's packed snow it's bare road it's kind of melted it's it's black ice it's it's rough it's rough um hunter was asking if lay plastic on top of the camper uh not with the solar i guess with solar panels it really wouldn't matter because they're covered with snow right now anyway and we're plugged into city power i don't know i don't know Hey, Chris Dixon, thanks for hanging out this morning and all the comments. You have a great day. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here for sure. Um, let me see. Uh, sorry, check catching up on these comments. I appreciate all of them coming in. Um, let me see. Let me see. So, yeah, that's the weather. That's the weather. It's supposed to dip back down. So hopefully I'm going to make this trip out to Jamie's, grab some firewood. And if uh, maybe a convenience store is open on the way by, I might pick up some uh, some some offhand supplies. We're not really running out of anything, but uh, there's some things that we want. There's some things that we could use. And, um, and if there's a store that I'm driving by that's open, I'll probably swing in. Um, other than that, man, just making videos, making videos. I mentioned earlier about, um, about struggling to just get it out there and improve every week instead of making the first one perfect, which I'll never achieve my unrealistic expectations of what I want it to be to begin with. Uh, I'm starting to do the weekly series for my Amazon affiliate program on YouTube uh, where I'm going to document each week and, and how things are going. And I've been working on the video for two weeks now, two weeks. I finally published it yesterday. Uh, there was something wrong with every single one, every single take and being a 15 to 20 minute video, you record it, you watch it, you watch it again and you delete it. You're got an hour in at least every time you do that. And I must've done it three or four times. That was just the recording. That was not the the um, trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about and this and that. Finally, yesterday I said, fuck it. And I did it and I uploaded it. And guess what? I'm going to try to get better each week. And I, I went back and watched some of my original YouTube videos. And I realized that I can get better every day. I can just get better every day. And if I get a little bit better each time, uh, eventually it'll be to a standard that I want. And, uh, and then I'll just have to uh, force myself to improve after that. But it's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely something that I've struggled with for uh, a lot of my life is the unrealistic expectation of what I want 
um, what I want it to be in the end and having to have that be there in the beginning. Hunter said, good is the enemy of done. Yeah. Perfect is the enemy of done. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, so if you guys want to check that out, I posted that my first week. It was tough. And it was an odd situation because I didn't have a lot of information for, for, for the first week. So I was talking a lot about stuff that I'm not going to be doing, uh, uh, getting started. And, and that instead of a, a weekly formatted where I'm actually going to have some statistics, some th stuff to talk about, uh, some things that I'm observing or changing that will be going forward. I think it'll get a lot easier to make these videos. So we will see. We will see. Um, so that is up. And uh, another thing I noticed as I was looking at YouTube stats yesterday was um, was my skirting video has kind of gone a little parabolic. It's not it's not viral by any means, but looking at the graph of views, it's gone parabolic. And I kind of chuckled because it started going up significantly when the weather got cold. And I was like, ah, look at that. Kyle and I have noticed that with videos on like deer processing, the day deer season started, the videos just go like this, uh, whoop, go straight up. But yesterday I pulled up that video because I, uh, I noticed that the views were up a little bit and I pulled up the graph and, you know, normally it goes up and then kind of slow curves up. Well, it started doing that. I got a little bump and then it was slow curving up, gaining a few views here, there, you know, just steady long haul type things. And then all of a sudden, a few days ago, it went like parabolic straight up uh, with the views because, you know, it got cold and people were like, hey, I should probably put skirting on my RV. <laughs> so that's a good thing. That's always a good thing. Uh, making those videos that that have those parabolic spikes is always, uh, always good. And uh, gain some subscribers and view time and all of that. Um. Oh, one last thing. I don't, I want to hit this. I want to hit this. Uh, Come and go is changing their name. How many of you guys hanging out there still in the audience uh, know what come and go is? I mean, the gas station, <laughs> the gas station, not the, not the practice. Um, I saw an article the other day that uh, the famed gas station come and go K-U-M and Go is officially going to be changing their name in 2024. A company out of Utah decided that they can't have a, a, a risque name for their gas station. And they bought the company and now have struggled, uh, struggled with the name and have decided that they were going to change it. The best gas station name in the world is now going to be changed to Maverick. Man, they are going to miss out on so many lighter and t-shirt sales. It's going to be ridiculous. Who's going to buy a Maverick lighter instead of the come and go lighter? I don't know. I've been there. I've been there many, many times. I've been there many times in Iowa, uh, traveling from uh, from Minnesota to Colorado. Uh, there were a couple of um, couple of them in in Western Minnesota that I would hit up when I was working. Uh, I never actually got to work at one, uh, but I did definitely stop in at them from time to time when I would see them. I think that that was one of the best names ever that was established back in the sixties in Iowa. And now it's going to go bye-bye American classics. 
leaving. <laughs> anyway, that is uh, that is all I got on the list for today, guys. Oh, one last thing. If anybody, if anybody is, um, if anybody is well versed in setting up and running a Bitcoin node, um, I have somebody in the audience that reached out to me that is looking for consult consulting help on that. That's not my wheelhouse. I haven't gone down that route yet. That's on my to-do list to learn uh, is setting up a node and, and running my own node, maybe some mining, but I don't have experience in it enough or am knowledgeable enough to help them. If anybody is, if anybody's well-versed, um, my friend is looking for some questions, some answer to, some questions to get answered uh, and possibly some hand-holding in setting things up and getting it going uh, and more than willing to pay for someone's time to do it. So if you are uh, well-versed in that, whether you're doing consulting or not, please reach out to me, get a hold of me. I will put you in contact with them and uh, maybe it'll be a, a nice relationship going forward. Um, Hunter said maybe a group discount for a class. I would love to uh, love to do some webinars with people that know what they're doing uh, and uh, and and maybe and put them out there if somebody knows how to do it and they're not uh, versed on the recording or figuring out how to do that end of it. But anyway, these people want one-on-one uh, -on -one help for sure and uh, have some questions that they're going to have for the person. So if you are, if you are that person and you're listening and uh, you want to get a hold of me, just email me, hit me on Telegram, uh, Facebook, anywhere. Just uh, get a hold of me and I will put you in touch and, and hopefully we can achieve all our goals together. Uh, anyway. Anyway, guys, if you appreciate, uh, I appreciate you all listening. If you enjoyed the show, it's always free to hit that like and share and subscribe. I hope you're all subscribed. If you're listening, if you're not head over to the YouTube channel and hit that subscribe uh, to return the value for value, please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers or listening on any value for value platform like Podverse, Wavelake or Fountain.fm. Visit the lotsproject.com to find more information or find all my links it's going to be another warm-ish day before that big old that big old drop, and uh, it's going to get cold again, guys, over the weekend. So we're going to make it through the day. Hopefully, I get to Jamie's and back with my firewood and get a nice show prepped up for tomorrow. It's Thursday. Make it to today, and you will be at Friday and headed into the weekend. Guys, have a great day. Pickle Pete drives safe. Everybody have an awesome day, and we will catch up with you again tomorrow. 